0: the shutdown full cast you are listening to the internet's only college football podcast i am spencer hall i am joined as always in alphabetical order by holly anderson you say hi hey that's great for men for men uh jason kirk hello jason
1: hi how have you been spencer
0: uh, you know, I am uh, alive, alive. I had to watch a basketball game and talk about it late night last night, and I didn't cuss, so I'm very happy about that. Um, Ryan, you being the fourth host here, um, are you also short on sleep, being a dad in the summer?
2: Uh, short suggests that I have, like, some hope of catching up. Like I Mm-mm. think my my sleep is sort of the um, the physical equivalent of people who have like four hundred thousand dollars in credit card debt. When it's like, well, are you are you coming up short? It's like, yeah, but in a way that's sort of comical at this point.
0: Yeah, like, I'm never gonna just... be
2: whole, and that's fine.
0: Mm-hmm. It's it's old-timey firefighting when you see a barn ablaze and somebody's like,
2: I got a bucket. That's a bucket. bucket line. Form the bucket line. Yeah, (laughs) keep
0: throwing. It'll make the embers very cool eventually. (laughs) Once the whole thing burns down. Uh, Joining us and manning the ones and twos is Michael Server. We are going to continue discussing um, dad disasters. We had such a surplus, such a glut of paternal catastrophes submitted to us by listeners that we had to do another one. If they
3: were eels and we were wicked king John, we'd be dead.
0: Yeah, that is that is correct. <laughs> if they were if they were cherries and Zack Taylor, well we'd still end up dead. Yeah. What, um, um
2: can I ask can I ask a question first? Of mm-hmm. course. What is the like the the peak fictional dad disaster? Like what Ooh. is the story Icarus. we carry through the culture? Is it is it is it a dad the kids. disaster? That's a really good one. Uh, That's a really good Icarus,
0: one. Icarus is a monstrous dad to say, it'll be but, fine.
3: But th- No, Icarus, that denies Icarus his agency. Yeah,
0: Icarus it, is a son dis-
2: disaster in both meetings. Mm. Icarus is a really? son who never
3: got to be. <laughs>
0: I, I, I think we might. All right, well, then he says, well, Daedalus does warn him, right? But you got to mm. know as a dad, if you're Daedalus, you got to know. You're like, boy's an idiot. You know, you know if your boy can handle having the wax wings.
1: With, just within with myth- Greek mythology alone, every story involving Zeus is a bigger dad disaster. Fair. <laughs> <than laughs> sure. 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 Every single Let's story talk about involving the Titans. Zeus.
2: The t- I was gonna I think- say Saturn. Saturn's a really good dad disaster. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> uh, I'm just gonna. I'll, um-
2: I'll, I'll, I'll solve this problem through eating. Oh shit!
0: <laughs> <laughs> that w- listen. What better way to to like achieve peak daddom? To be like, I'm gonna eat my problems. <laughs> um,
3: <laughs> or in the reverse of that problem, the birth of Athena.
0: Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think that is Zeus's only ach- only achievement. Like the only cool thing Zeus did was have a superior god birth from his
0: head. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and even then, we've got the delightful misogyny of ancient mythology by being like, a literal headache. Ah, that's that's what a daughter is. Thank you. Thank you, Greek mythology. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Thanos is a great, great dad disaster just all around. Because remember, the one thing we never understand about Thanos is why he wants to be a dad in the first place. And yet he's like, oh, daughters. Uh, he wouldn't I want think, daughters?
2: I, I think that's very clear. I think that's, and, and I think we all know this kind of dad who's like, well, I'm going to have kids so they can help me around the house. I need, I need somebody to help me with chores. Like, that's why Thanos <laughs> is <isn't> a dad. <laughs> it's just that his chores are very extreme.
1: So in the in the original comics version, it is less a dad disaster and more a wife guy disaster because mm, yes, sure. Thanos is obsessed with uh, winning the love of Mistress Death. So yeah. it, it just sort of every facet of um, male householdness, Thanos is a disaster version of it. Mm-hmm. Um, oh. I think if we go back to Noah's Ark, when uh, Dad destroyed Earth because he was mad,
3: mm. yeah. Yeah, and then and then said, I "I guess
1: I shouldn't have done that. And then like it, it, it either got drunk with Noah or just watched Noah get drunk and pass out.
3: I know we've talked about this before, but have we ever thought about doing like a group watch of the of the Aronofsky Noah movie?
2: We haven't. Although uh, it was Felder and I who were the guests for the Noah episode of Vacation Mm -hmm. Bible School, and that was the the first time I watched the movie.
1: The movie is excellent.
2: It was uh, not what I expected. The creation story is kind of a dad disaster too, where it's like, well, I put out this food that I said the kids shouldn't eat, and then I walked away, and sure enough, those kids didn't eat it.
1: I think my favorite part is that dad agrees to leave the perfect place. Mm-hmm. The, mm-hmm. the kids, you gotta leave. What's the next scene? Dad left too. It's great. It's heartwarming. <laughs> dad just didn't like the, he didn't like the perfect place without the kids that he kicked out.
0: That's like dad on dad violence though, the entire Noah story, because what's more dad than I'm gonna solve my problems, I'm gonna get into a boat, then I'll get real drunk. My kids laugh at me. Cause they saw dad's dick. Like that's very I'm gonna get a bunch (laughs) of I'm gonna get a bunch of
1: weird pets and go sailing.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I'm gonna go somewhere
1: else. Why why are you doing this, Dad? Because I heard voices.
4: It's
2: not presented this way uh, in, in the prequels per se, but I do appreciate the dad disaster of like, yeah, when mom was pregnant with us, dad decided to get a, uh, in a volcano fight and burned <laughs> off his arms and legs.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> and then we didn't see him for like 30 years.
0: <laughs> and then when he did, he was breathing through a harmonica. <laughs>
2: Star Wars is a pretty good dad disaster all right. Like everybody <laughs> so who's a who is a paternal figure is fucking up constantly. I thought I'd teach yeah, my, son, my adopted son how to sword fight. Then he then he fucking
3: chopped me into pieces. <laughs> 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 We've all been there. That's a universal one. Yeah.
0: <laughs> a- abstractly, that's it. Oh, and then what did you do? I lost a fight with my uncle. I, right?
2: taught, I taught I taught a new adoptive son how to sword fight. That's what I did. Yeah.
1: I, I think Star Wars, uh, you can summarize the entire Skywalker saga as saying it is a stepdad disaster. <laughs> <laughs> Just one long rolling, like like father figure disasters. Mm-hmm, like They mm-hmm. even tried to yep. shoehorn in. Oh, surprise, Palpatine has children yep. at the end. And
2: yep. <laughs> yep. That's why Chewbacca's great, because Chewbacca has no parents and no kids.
1: And, and Yoda. Yoda's the only of his species at one point. <laughs> He's doing right. fine.
2: That's right. Chewbacca and Yoda and he gets just piggyback cool piggyback rides everywhere.
1: Yeah. Chewbacca and Yoda just
2: cool space uncles.
1: And then what happens once Yoda adopts a child, he dies because <laughs> the stress, is yeah. Oh, it's being, strange. A, oh, strange. being uh-huh. a
2: dad has aged me so fast. I've lived, <laughs> I lived for 600 I lived for 600 years <laughs> without kids and I had a kid for 3 months and now I'm dying. I, I, I have ate all I the have... little
3: Smokies out of my mini fridge. <laughs> yeah. And now I'm a
1: shadow. He, he did. I suddenly, have, I did suddenly have. two I have two sons. One of them's a robot who had kicked me. <coughs> the annoying little shit. I will now die. <laughs> <laughs> right,
0: honestly, uh, now, now that you like... now, now that you put it this way, I'm going to watch his death scene and be like, right on, man. Right on. Yeah. Good he's job. like, oh. Good Ch- dream. tick clock t- tie it All out. the way
2: back. Which Yoda's like, oh, finally, I can fucking sleep. Oh, Jesus Christ.
0: <laughs> oh, God.
3: But also, like, Star Wars lets the audience off easy in that environment. And look, just listen, I love him, but just look at Yoda. Can you imagine the smell of what that death must have been like? Yeah. <laughs> like, we got off <laughs> easy. Just, like, the audience just, gets off easy by having him just fade. They
0: don't just tell you that. 500 yeah,
1: fart. That well, entire planet had to the the smell, smell so they bad, that's horrible. Uh huh. But yep. like that—that that whole planet, the swamps and and uh, mystery death caves and and animals and steam and shit. Like a dead Yoda dead would be the best smelling thing on that planet.
2: That's no, right. that's a great argument. No, that's, that's right. a great argument. So let's see. Star Wars has road trips. Dad's being like, you know how we're gonna solve this problem? Road trip. Guys uh, living in Star- their
3: cars with their pets.
0: Mm-hmm. Correct. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm.
2: Big dad element is all problems can be solved by construction. Like that's the, the empire's whole thing is like, you know, we're going to do a big construction project. That's the kind of dad I am. We're going to we're going to improve. Mm-hmm.
1: And and what took down the first death star was it in fact a dad going rogue? It was. A, mm-hmm. <laughs> the, mm-hmm. the death yeah. star was a dad disaster coming and going.
0: <laughs> yeah. Additionally, Darth Vader, ultra dad because does he go and find everyone himself? No. He he's busy. He hired people to do it. No disintegration. Yeah. he hire that's, Boba that's t- Fett,
1: a guy who watched his dad's head fall off. Yeah, that's right. Littered with dads. <laughs> littered <laughs> also, did, with wasn't extreme li- either Boba? I can never remember Boba or Django is the one they cloned to create the. I uh, think it's one Django. Of the various stormtrooper yeah, armies. So Django yeah. is just a massive dad disaster because he led King to dad. the uh, Bad Batch show. No one watched.
2: King Dad, Jango Fett.
0: Yeah. Even Obi-Wan, even Obi-Wan, who is not a dad, has serious dad behavior because in the first movie, he is living alone in um, Arizona. He has,
2: di- he has real divorce dad energy. He does. Like, He's
0: living alone in Arizona. Yeah. Right? Like, um, I check in gets, on
2: you, but we don't, you don't live here. I don't have a But you I don't, don't have a but you don't, you but you don't know I
0: exist. <laughs> <laughs> Correct. Correct. <laughs> Um, He kind of lies about his origins and lies to questions, right? Mm -hmm. Indirectly. He -hmm. gets into a fight at a bar. One outfit.
2: He's got one outfit. Extremely stepdad.
0: He's got to go rent a car. Dad,
2: you wear your robe everywhere. Well, it's comfy. That's why.
0: (laughs) They don't tell you that about Obi-Wan when he's like, I have to get off this planet. But I got an issue with my license, so I got to pay a guy to do it. Oh, you know, over some bullshit. I do you don't have know. to
2: pack anything? No, I'm good. I just How are we gonna? No.
1: How are we gonna get off this planet? We're gonna go to a bar. <laughs> don't worry, we're gonna, yeah. we're
2: gonna, we're gonna get it on credit. I'll I, I, do to to pa- I don't have cash.
0: What I need you to sell your
2: car because I don't have cash. Why? You have no what you expenses. What are you spending your money on? Gambling mostly.
0: What are you Brooks. gonna do to pass the time? Well, I'm gonna ask you to put a helmet on, and then I'm just gonna throw shit at you, and you're gonna be like, "Ow!" and I'll be like, "That's learning. This that's is re- right. this is what learning feels like."
2: That's that's the space batting cage. Experience. What are we gonna do for foot batting cages? That's
1: what.
0: Yeah, and then he gets killed and claims it's all part of a plan, just like a dad would. Yeah, that's what I wanted to happen.
1: <laughs> I, I meant to do that. <laughs>
0: I mean, yeah, he, or, or or his only real display of skill in the entire movie is when he's like, yeah, hold on. I know how to break into a place. Hold on, I'll sneak in. <laughs> I got this.
3: In this same spirit, can we open uh, our second volume of Dad Disasters server with voicemail Dan from Florida, uh, Dan from 772, because this is a this is a little bit of a, of a variation on the dad disasters theme, uh, that I thought everybody might really enjoy.
0: Hi, this is Dan from Florida. Um, go Gators. I was a fussy child growing up. So my dad being the father that he was like, passing, picked me up, spun me around a lot as a kid. So when I was about two years old, I punched him in the belly button so
4: hard that it herniated his belly button. It's been a constant medical problem since.
0: So I would like to take this father's day to say, uh, Gotcha, Dad. Glad you still have to bear that mark to this day. Go, Gators. Horns down. <laughs> Go, Gators, baby! Yeah! <laughs> so, we, we spent
3: so much time talking about Dad-created disasters and not disasters inflicted upon Dads, and I, mm-hmm. I just thought that was a special moment.
0: I like that turn, yeah.
1: Herniated belly button. This is a new one for me. What is your belly button supposed to connect to? Like I so I've,
3: know. I
2: I've I've Googled this right now. I believe... This is something that you usually would see in, like, an infant, but mm-hmm. it can be acquired in adulthood. It, if an um, it's, it's So it's called an umbilical hernia, and it occurs when your intestine bulges through the opening in your abdominal muscles near your belly button. Oh, by cool. By a
3: two-year-old? <laughs> yes! He punched him so hard that his gut started to pop out. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm going to say this like we haven't just spent three weeks at Channel 6 researching whether it's possible to knock someone out by punching them in the butt. Mm-hmm. Would this have been prevented if dad had had better core strength? Sound off in the comments. Uh, medical professionals or medical device salesmen, please call in uh, to our our voicemail line at Cerber. Just layer it over and pretend I said the number right here 704 Soul Cast. That's 704 H O L O cast uh, and tell us if you think that dan's dad could have saved himself a lifetime of hurt by having better core strength
2: definitely wasn't flexing like i think that's the dad trick mm-hmm. is when when you're gonna get hit you just like tense and you're
3: like ah well, so ultimately somehow... he let his guard down yeah.
1: yeah the 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 dad move is think heavy <laughs> just flex <Yeah>. all your <laughs> flex everything from from your belly button down is the dad move so you don't get thrown yeah, if you
0: yeah, if you watch an older guy go down at any point on a golf course when they're hit by a golf ball, they all do that. They're all like, "Ooh,
1: flex, we're going down. It's just
2: mm-hmm. here it <laughs> That's how I turn into Colossus. Just with so, sheer yeah. will.
1: <laughs> I just sort of, <laughs> whenever I I'm struck, I just sort of turn into the Saddam Hussein statue <laughs> and tip.
3: <laughs> oh, like Tanuki Mario. Yeah, Stone Mario. Yep. Stone Mario. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I don't want to break our pattern except I am going to break it right off the bat. There's another one in this exact vein server. If you want to play seven, seven, eight, Ollie from Hickory. Uh, this is the one that we mentioned last week where a dad, uh, gets H one N one and that's not the disaster.
4: Hi, this is Ollie McClellan from Hickory, Indiana calling in with my dad disaster story. Uh, it's actually more of a grandpa disaster story. Um, in 2009, I gave my dad H1N1, and he nearly died. Uh, he was in the ICU and lost about 25 pounds. And while he was in there, uh, the doctor was making small talk and asked him, uh, hey, uh, how did you break your back? And my dad said, I've never broken my back. And the doctor said, no, sir, you most certainly have. Uh, you have three fused vertebrae in your lower back. That doesn't happen unless you've broken your back. So my dad thought about it, and he figured, well... That must have been the time I fell through a hole in a roof when I was working on the job site when I was two years old. Uh, because my grandpa, my grandpa was a contractor, and uh, my grandma came and dropped my dad off when he was two years old and said, uh, don't let the kid, you know, hey, look after the kid for a little bit. And uh, so grandpa could never, ever help himself. He couldn't stand uh, seeing somebody being idle. Uh, so within about 20 minutes, he had my two-year-old father up, scurrying about on the roof, passing him nails and tools and other sorts of things, and as my dad was doing so, he was walking along the roof and fell right through a chimney hole, smacked his back on the floor, and, uh, wasn't that hurt, apparently, because Grandpa came downstairs and said, Okay, this never happened. We're not telling your mother this happened. So uh, Dad got up, dusted himself off, went back to work on the roof, and I guess it would be about 63 years later, learned that he broke his back. All right, that's all from me. Love you guys. Take care.
1: I think it's cool having, like, you know, your parents leave you like a uh, time capsule full of presents in your spine. Mm
3: -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. That's very Star Wars.
0: (laughs) You're you're special. Do I have the Force? No, no, no. You have three fused vertebrae in your back.
3: So
2: I don't – we haven't obviously – done a other relative disaster prompt before but there were a lot including this one obviously where dad's move is like he- swear you to silence is yeah. that a that feels like a like that that doesn't feel like it happens with anyone but dads specifically and it seems doomed at best
3: i can't ever be remember being sworn to silence by my mother on anything
0: sure i think if a mom swears well, wait, you to wait, silence, wait wait wait, wait. what about something... what about
3: oh, but it, i mean
2: what about the gravy weren't you told th- to be silent about that no i mean oh
3: shit i have two
0: mm-hmm. dads
3: happy pride month y'all <laughs> yo
0: know, i think if a if a mother swears you to silence on something it's either like oh don't tell anybody that i flicked that man off in the parking lot or on the far end of consequence it's like I did kill a man when I was thirteen.
3: You know what? That was that was programming by my mother. You see how I automatically spat it. Well, we have no secrets in my family, and I forgot that I have revealed one on this exact show. There you go. Yeah. Way to go.
2: Um, I think. I think also maybe moms are more likely to swear you to secrecy to spare somebody else's feelings or to have also, somebody else real, not have a half bad time.
3: The, most of these disasters are not happening on a mother's watch. That's like true. Like the sample, the That's pool, true. the pool of which to pull from, the uh, the pool of which to pull from is so much smaller. For moms.
5: I just I think like, I smaller like but the, deeper.
0: The, I th-
1: the the like ultimate like maybe stereotypical mom swearing you to a secret would be like she had an affair. Whereas the dad would be like we burned our I a Poisoned
0: coaster. someone. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> she yeah. was dating a bad man, so we poisoned him and threw him in the swamp. Don't ever tell anyone. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Yeah, it's gonna, it's gonna be it's gonna be it's
1: gonna be it's gonna be true crime versus like um wackiest amusement park disasters sure
3: it's like the staircase versus cops right (laughs) spiritually I just
2: why do why do dads think that like what part of a dad's brain is like you know who will keep this secret an eight-year-old you know who i can trust Uh, to be my compatriot and (laughs) Like, I think you just answered your own question. Shit.
0: What part of the brain? Ah, let That's us address funny. the issue inside well, the Ryan, question. Well, Ryan, you're not right? there
3: yet, but Spencer, Jason, you've both had eight-year-olds uh, mm-hmm. in your care. How'd that, have, have they kept secrets?
0: No. No. They don't keep secrets. If I tell my nine-year-old to keep a secret, he immediately turns and goes, hey, secret! <laughs> like, just broadcast it. It stays in the head for approximately two seconds, and then it goes right out the mouth.
1: I can't think of any time we've ever done this. Usually we're so in cahoots that we will announce the cahoots we're in. Like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. hey, Emily, here's the secret we're keeping from you. Ha ha ha. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That
2: can have That's its own That's usually how uses. it goes here. Yeah. I think, I... I think asking your child to keep a secret is the best way to have them rat you out and say, and dad told me not to tell you.
1: <laughs> That's <laughs> so perjury or something. <laughs>
3: <laughs> so there's the there's the keeping of dad's secrets. And then I think a good chunk of the time there's dads either not knowing or not noticing that there is something that perhaps needs to be uh, kept a secret. I'm referring here to Devin from Ohio who writes in with the following story. When I was in the first grade, I fell out of the reading loft in our classroom, hit a table and chair <laughs> on the way down, and got knocked unconscious for a little bit. By God. <laughs> Woke back the reading up. reading loft. Don't go up there. <laughs> <laughs> Woke back up. The principal drove me to my dad, who was also a teacher in the school at a different building. Oh, boy. I sat in his classroom for a period or so. He then drove me back to class, came home, couldn't take off my shirt, and asked my mom to help. Turns out I had a broken rib. Fast forward now 15 years. My mom has put a warning on every medical form that she sent the schools. Do not call my husband. Call me three times (laughs) on each number. (laughs) Wait. And my dad is now principal of the whole entire school district.
1: Yes.
2: (laughs) I assume this means
1: means more reading lofts somehow.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Damn, how high up was this reading? Like, was, it, was it an airy? Was it a 30-foot reading loft?
3: How far do you think you have to fall to break a bone, Michael Felder?
0: That's a very good question. Yeah.
3: Get get
2: in the reading tree stand, all right? <laughs> we're going to read. So uh, there I was, no up animal, the reading no hot no air
0: read. balloon. Just young mankind going right off the top of that thing. <laughs> Come to the reading loft if you want an ass kicking.
3: Oh, the reading zeppelin.
0: Um, I'm going to start... My session off with the shorty, A little shorty, but it's it's a classic here, and it's uh, Jesse from Indiana. Dad once got my mom a family-sized bottle of Tylenol for Mother's Day because she quote gets a lot of headaches lately unquote.
3: Congratulations on your divorce.
1: <laughs> or, yeah, Wait, I'll, I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. One of her headaches is it's you, Dad.
0: That's Maybe on. she needs some Tylenol, see? It's you know a good gift. You
3: know who really knows how to give a headache? A cast iron frying pan to the skull. Fried green tomatoes, this man.
0: That's like I'm like I'm saying. Those when when your mom says keep a secret, it's we killed a man and then the town ate him in the form of delicious chili.
3: Congrats on your jokes, Dad. Sleep with one eye open. Enter sand mom.
1: I guess since Ryan has left the call, I'm up next. Oh, <laughs> it's, yeah! Oh, R- Ryan's yeah, that, back. There he is. Too 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 late. I'm I'm taking too late. Uh, my this comes from Russell. My dad, Elmer Dale. <laughs> we are off to whoo. Okay. Yeah. Elmer Dale has always had his own ideas about best standards and practices for preventative maintenance. For instance, for many years, he would only open our garage door halfway, quote, to save, wear, and tear, end quote. This
2: is the stupidest, that's what? the stupidest shit I've ever
1: heard. That's, that's
0: dumb as hell. He, that's dumb as hell.
1: He continued his half-open door policy until the time he was rushing out to the car and ran smack into it. I was in the car and heard it happen. Not sure if he hit it Wiley e. Coyote style, or was bending down to get under and just misjudged. Either way, it sounded like a shotgun blast. <laughs> dad is, is Dad doing this stupid thing to save like, nine cents worth of electricity <laughs> per year? and I've so that the garage door like... So the garage door goes bad, like, 900 years from now instead of mm-hmm. 800 years from now.
3: <laughs> and Thank you, Dale. <laughs> I truly thought that I had heard every household life hack to save, uh, you know, the, 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 the air conditioning, the whole neighborhood vein. This was brand new
0: wow can i just put it can i just point out by the way that by opening a garage door which i assume is the rolling multi-sectioned metal kind that is on a track that by only opening it halfway you are actually keeping it in tension and thus exposing it to more stress than if it were simply lying horizontal or stacked vertically yeah Yeah, you're putting more stress on the chain and on top of it uh you also saved energy by being unconscious for what it sounds like several (laughs) minutes of a day (laughs) or so good job
2: This is why this is why life was better in some ways before the Internet was widespread, because now if you did this, you would tell people on the Internet and they would explain to you why you're stupid. But back then, you would just like come up with your own life hacks and be like, well, there's nobody to tell me that this is a stupid waste of time. So not only will I do it, I will do it forever.
1: forever." Yeah, I haven't
3: had enough garage doors to know if this is true. Can you program a setting into them where they stop up or down, or is this guy standing with his hand on the button of the garage Based door? Based on protocol? the time, da, 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 stop. Based on when Isn't I am it,
2: guessing, the time is. I, it has to have been the like I've got the timing right
1: down thing. His name's Elmer Dale, so I don't think there's a whole lot of computer settings going on.
2: No, <laughs> I that's hope. Very, I, no, that's I, a very good point. I hope. I hope he like like. I hope he just rigged a block or something in the trap yes. to just be like yes. it only goes mm-hmm. this far. Mm-hmm. Not even if you want like, to, can you open the garage door all the way?
3: Like, is the is there? That's what I'm wondering. Is there a device? Uh, please, please feel free, Russell, to to write back, call back, and let us know. Is there? Was there a, a device? Some sort of home invention involved, or was he standing there with a gimlet eye waiting to push the button? only when he could slip. It's like he's trying to sneak out of his own house using the loudest possible means of
2: egress. (laughs) I want want to be there for the conversation that happened like 10 years later when the garage door had to be replaced and he's just like laying into the God damn it, I've only opened this thing halfway for a decade. It shouldn't be broken. (laughs) They're like, nowhere in the warranty does it say anything to do that. That that's relevant. But, but you don't understand. I doubled the life. I doubled the life of my garage door.
0: If you never saw your neighbors, it, uh, though, you would just assume you'd be like, that is a house of." Um, that's a house with very short people in it. How much, how much I, garage door I, do you oh, need? I, yeah,
2: I'd be like, raccoons live there. Raccoons live there, and they don't need the garage door open all the way. And in fact, it scares them when it is.
0: Only commuting via think, go-kart it, to own my Elmer Dale, <laughs> who thinks that... This actually works.
2: Yeah, I'm a street loser. That's how I get around.
0: Yeah. Um, By the way, this would end any relationship I had with Elmer Dale. Once I found it out, I'd be like, "You are too stupid to breathe." I cannot tolerate this. I follow that man to hell. He's probably
3: got great snacks for the road. (laughs) Oh, I'd leave. I'd I'd leave the
2: garage door wide open just to fuck with him all the time. All because then he's he's gonna have to put it back down. And he's going to have to watch as it goes. God damn it. This is like two uses. I'm watching here. Misery. Um, I would like to read one from Jim. Uh, this Jim says once when my mom was out of town on business, my dad let my younger brothers and I ages 11, eight and six watch the entirety of the movie. Slapshot. He quote, really honestly forgot how much swearing and nudity there was. I can still hear my mom shouting, well, then why didn't you stop the movie, Tom, during the fallout after her six-year-old angel, angel greeted her with a hearty, welcome fucking home, Mom.
3: <laughs> oh, he got his first name. He's in trouble. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: Oh, when they mm-hmm. quote Slapshot, they're my kids. Tom. <laughs> that's absolutely correct. That's, that's absolutely correct. All right.
3: I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to swerve here. Server, can we pull up 941 and introduce to the listenership the Auburn Night Mom?
6: Hey, y'all. I have a mom-dad uh, moment. Uh, when I was five years old, uh, my dad was out of town, and my mom went out to the garage refrigerator, not to be confused with the food refrigerator, and somehow got locked out of our house while wearing uh, an oversized Auburn T-shirt, Wardam, and uh, no pants. And so uh, what's the woman to do but pick up an axe and hack down the door because you don't want to wake your sleeping five-year-old. Instead, hacking down a door is a much less traumatizing event. Um, and five-year-old Megan uh, went to share at uh, share time the next day and told her kindergarten class that uh, her mommy had chopped down the door. And I'm pretty sure that is when my kindergarten teacher started having some questions. Um, the kicker to this story is that my dad owns a construction company and when he came home from his business trip, within 30 seconds of walking in the door, he asked, why do we have a new door? And my mom had to explain that she had gone full here comes Johnny on our door in the middle of the night so that our neighbors would not see her bare legs. Uh,
5: <laughs>
6: so yeah, that was the most dad-mom moment I've ever experienced.
3: Gender is a construct and never is that truer than in the case of the Auburn night mom.
1: Yeah, I think it's great to have some um, some mom representation on dad disasters because it's it's very easy to um, to fall into this idea that moms have to be uh wise all the time and that's order for anyone really like it, it, it it's okay to let our moms axe down a door from time to time and just just let their dad out a little bit
0: i do enjoy though that he was like why do we have a new door because i might not have noticed that i really might not have if it's just you know standard door i'd be like i've ah, misremembered that construction guy was like I see a story that's got to be a wonderful life by the way being a construction person and looking around and going hmm I see that drywall is different than that drywall somebody probably put their head through it at one point right and they're like wow it's like you can read the entire palimpsest of dad disasters past in architecture
2: would this be more dad if the mom had tried to fix the door afterwards instead of replacing
3: it
1: yes it tried to fix it and made it worse yes
3: if she tried to piece the shreds of it together, yeah, mm-hmm.
0: yeah. Or if she just like, put like Monsters
3: Inc. style,
0: yeah, chicken wire and saran wrap <laughs> mm-hmm. to make it airtight. Why yeah. is
3: there a tarp? Well, you see, it's it's much more efficient. Mm-hmm. Listen, efficient wood, how um, if
2: you just let the wood glue sit, it'll fix anything. All right.
3: Oh, <laughs> this happened twice in my house over the last year uh, of trying to let the wood glue sit to repair a door that had been ripped off its hinges.
2: Did it work?
0: Yeah, we did that. By, yeah, because by my younger son, who throws open every single door as hard as he can every time he enters a room, like Kramer, just he whoosh, open. He and, is
3: nine years old. He is small for his age, and he has ripped two different doors in my home off its hinges mm-hmm. uh, during the course of COVID Zoom school.
0: Yeah, just whoosh, this. throwing them open. This
3: is, why, this is why Castle's had portcullis.
2: To, to, distra- to throw kids, because kids, you know, they don't have the base to throw it open like that.
0: Yeah, except my son. He'd break that. They'd be like, who broke <laughs> it?
2: <laughs> who broke the portcullis?
0: Gah. The castle's defenseless
2: because
3: of an eight-year-old. He's not large either. It's coming from someplace astral.
0: No, it's some sort of, you know, like, I, I have broken or lost every watch I have ever owned. He is like that, but with doors. Mm. And several other items, actually. Yeah, it's probably more of a general mayhem thing than item specific. Uh,
2: This one's from Drew. Before Hurricane Hugo hit South Carolina, it came close enough to the Atlantic coast of Florida to stir up very strong surf. Our family had recently moved to Florida, and this was our first close-call hurricane. Um, We decided we needed to go see it for ourselves. We lived 25 minutes from Daytona Beach, and as we started to load the car, my dad whispered to me to make sure I wore my swimsuit. When we got to the beach, the tide was up so far you couldn't park on the sand like normal, and the surge was so rough that it looked like nothing but white foam. Dad told my mom and sister that he and I were going to go for a quick swim, and we'd be right back. Um, My dad had a reputation for being unstoppable, and so nobody bothered to try to talk him out of it. Um... Everyone assumed that when he said things like, let's see what's in that cave or hand me that gallon of moonshine, that he'd be fine, because he was 6'7 and 280 pounds and freakishly strong. I was 5'9 and weighed 110 pounds, but if I was with him, I'd probably be fine. We waded out into the surf and I instantly got knocked off my feet and was trying to keep my head above water. Dad was laughing like a maniac and just kept saying things like, wow, and pretty rough, huh, as I was getting tossed around. Then a real wave actually came in, and I saw my dad's feet stick straight up out of the water when he got picked up and thrown. <laughs> Almost immediately after that, we were pulled out by a riptide and lost sight of our minivan. For what- <laughs> <laughs> we swam parallel to the beach for what felt like half a day, looking for any spot calm enough that we could fight our way back to shore. When we eventually made it back inland we had to walk two and a half miles back to where we'd parked. <laughs>
3: okay. In this dad's defense, mm-hmm. they did know, he did appear to know what to do in the event of a riptide.
2: Yes. I think the problem is that he was like, let's go swim in when the ocean is all riptide.
3: Oh, everything. The problem is, yeah, the problem is everything else, but, but kudos <laughs> to him for knowing what to do. Uh, in this situation, which I did not anticipate, I like I'm also this... curious.
2: Yeah, yeah.
3: I'm curious to hear this dad described in the past tense. Is he dead? If so, how? Uh, I want to know.
2: Maybe, maybe was the, unsatisfied with life's with life's natural disasters that could not could not beat him and decided he was mm. done. Um,
0: Classic era of dad. By the way, that he thought ocean versus six seven two eighty. I got this. Ocean's right. undefeated, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> it's Undefeated. Yeah,
3: Poseidon doesn't take those L's
2: yeah
0: no
3: I
2: just I. this is a really helpful reminder that the line between dad
3: disaster and
2: horrifying tragedy is so narrow so narrow we got one we got one that I didn't put on here America's
3: funniest home videos and unsolved mysteries yes (laughs)
2: correct
0: 30 minutes on the dial and like one inch semantically between the two
2: we got, yeah, like, it, it, the difference here is like a cramp. That's the difference between <laughs> um, yeah. horrifying tragedy and just weird, dumb shit my dad did. We got one that I didn't include f- that was about uh, an Australian dad who let his child walk back through the Australian bush to the car in in the height of snake season and the kid was missing and the kid was missing for eight hours and had to be rescued by helicopter and i was just like this is too like this this plays on every anxiety i have so many of these are just like the shit where it's just dad being like well kids can't die so it'll be
0: fine (laughs) (laughs) Yeah <laughs> shut the fuck up! It's just snake sna- It's just snake their season. Their bones are soft, It'll and that means fine. they
2: will bounce. <laughs> life life expectancy is in the seventies, so therefore kids can't die. That's how math works. Yeah,
0: snake season. Imagine I heard snake season. It was like good.
1: Somewhere with <laughs> snake season. Yeah, like there's spider season, snake <laughs> season, shark season, and kangaroo season,
0: right, and a season <laughs> called the Fly. wet. Flying spider
2: season. Yeah. Yeah. And then Christmas. And then hot Christmas.
0: That's
1: spider season.
0: (laughs) Yeah, that's that's also spider season. (laughs) Little Santa's in the air with sacks full of baby spiders. And gifts. (laughs) A gift.
2: Oi, throw a snake at Santa. Um,
0: I have a different bad accent I have to do for this one. Um, It's from Thomas. Dad took tween me to Germany on a bike trip. You go mm. divorce over compensation. This will be a good disa- a good uh, disaster accent. This sounds
3: like it also falls under kids can't die.
0: Okay. Mm-hmm. Dad concluded, "Oh, never good." Here we go. Dad's our dad's thinking. Um, Here's the
3: problem. Dad, Dad shouldn't
2: conclude this early <laughs> in the story. No. Mm, He's no. gathered no facts.
0: <laughs> no. Dad concluded optimal mode of transportation was buying packing and internationally shipping an all-steel custom-built tandem recumbent bicycle (laughs) in case you weren't convinced this was going to be greatness the word recumbent came in in the penultimate word of this sentence and just slam dunked it that's right taking a tween on a steel custom-built tandem recumbent bike
2: Google, how dad, can just... I make sure my tween will have no sexual experiences in
1: your yeah, tandem recumbent bicycle? <laughs> tween <laughs> tween is like, I'm going to meet so many hot foreigners. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, you're not.
0: <laughs> Neither will dad. Dad will meet no, far- no hot foreigners either. <laughs> Dad did not factor in a number of things. I'm just going to cut the sentence off and say that, that he did not factor in a number of things. But the thing that he mentions is that Dad did not factor in that said contraption was 12 feet long, 100 plus pounds, and worked about as well as the HBO Chernobyl joke about a Soviet machine made to cut four apples. As word spread of our travels... Oh, no. <laughs>
7: You've already become part of the lore.
3: Again, pre-social media. (laughs) This is like Lonely Planet mouth to mouth.
0: Do you know what kind of a freak show you have to become or to be to become part of German lore? (laughs) You have to be a talking fox or wolf, right? You have to be lost children in the woods.
2: Or Dracula. You You have to be Dracula.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Or you have to be an idiot on a 100-pound, 30-foot-long recumbent bike with the tween. As word spread of our travels, the small German towns we were passing through would have regular groups of onlookers gathered to watch the budding legend of the American father with a portly son. <laughs> and a very stupid bicycle (laughs) yelling exhortations as they strained to climb even modest hillocks and then frantically yelling breaking instructions as they shot down them at 50 miles an hour the traffic cops were stern but kindly and took pity on us for flying through intersections Ah, the Strusselkinder kinder and his father. This is the <laughs>
3: schick-chock Schuch- with the snowboarding kid. Ah! I can't snowboard.
7: <laughs> the <To> Americanish.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Here he comes. <laughs> Sausage boy.
3: the okay. Papa Frankfurter. Hey, man, Fuck laugh it. now. Laugh now. That kid grew up to be Mr. February in our Husky Boys of Quiz Bowl calendar. Yes,
0: he did. God. Yes, he did. Fuck.
2: Fucking dork de France, torn through. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: this this shit is uncool. Runnings.
2: <laughs> I just, I just love that the 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 to me the most dad element of this story is that immediately this is not working. But at yes. no point is the dad like, "We will abandon and change plans." He's like, "No, we made a commitment to this
1: recumbent tin bicycle. We will honor it." God damn it. Yeah, e- either either sell the bike for parts or to the autobahn. <laughs> <laughs>
0: tomorrow we are going to get the children. We are going to make a nice <laughs> picnic. We are going to sit on that hill, and we will watch the fat American boy mm-hmm. and his idiot father on the giant death cycle. They will go down. We will have some rattlers and uh, some of that delicious brusel. <laughs> it will be wonderful. And then we'll go home, and they'll die. We
3: have
1: Papa. Yeah.
2: And, it, and All in right, two it, weeks, it, in two weeks, they have to make round trips, so they'll come back. Yes. <laughs> oh, <that's
1: laughs> <pretty same. laughs> Yeah, they ship the bike home. That's probably the most <laughs> horrifying part is, oh, God, now my friends are going to see this.
2: <laughs> this is this is the one where I would like a follow-up. I would like to know what happened to the bike. Because I bet the dad kept it for way longer than he
3: should have. They say it's still hanging in the garage on pegs.
1: Yeah, Werner <laughs> yeah Her- no, I, Werner I think, Her- it's, I I think Her- it's still Her- there it. taking up an entire wall of a garage. bought this bicycle. Mm.
0: <laughs> yeah. This bicycle bu- built from ignorance and kept alive only <laughs> through the sheer panting of two fat Americans trying to outrun their own stupidity on the ancient hills of Bohemia. It yeah. is an
2: affront to physics and good taste.
0: <laughs> you must never this ride bi- this bicycle.
2: <laughs>
8: <laughs> you have promised me that. This I would like to see the, the, the fat baby
1: on the long bicycle. <laughs>
0: That's what they were! They were just on the hills! <laughs> in their little later hose and looking down
2: and going, Hiya! The stupid bike! Welcome to Satan's Peloton. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Alright, in the interest of equal time, uh, we, have, we have something we've never had before. We have a voicemail from a child. Uh, Aiden in Broward County, server play 954, you're on the air.
5: Hi, I am Aiden, and I am nine, so this is one of my dad Um, So one day um, after I got home from school, I discovered that there was a copperhead in my neighbor's garage, so my dad went to get a shovel. He tried to smush the copperhead, but... It escaped and he ended up smushing the neighbor's garage. Then the neighbor started chasing him around the neighborhood. But as she chased him around the neighborhood, he, she attracted more attention and she told everybody the story. So my dad was running from millions of people throughout the neighborhood. Then, then he made an agreement with, with the neighbors that they would that he would mow all of their lawns and dish and wash all of their dishes for a month. I pressed the hang up button.
3: <laughs> so wow. there's extensive use of the word smush here, but what I'm gathering from Aiden is his dad ended up just beating up the garage door with a shovel yeah. and mm-hmm. then chased by an angry mob.
1: I'm taking smush uh, to mean the exact same thing, like the exact same verb for what he was going to do to the snake he did to the garage, which means He's this dad is incredibly tall. He's a giant mm-hmm. and he smushed like the 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 hammer fall of the shovel crushed the entire garage, so which horrified onlookers and there were literally yeah. millions of people chasing this giant
2: this does this child is casting his father as a Frankenstein figure who means well, but doesn't understand his own strength and terrifies the entire neighborhood in the process.
1: Kind of an iron iron giant.
0: (laughs) Yeah. If you've ever seen your father smile at a little girl and throw her into a pond, your dad is Frankenstein.
2: Fuck. I haven't seen that, but...
0: I don't think I've seen that. Um, Yeah. The original Frankenstein, there's just this, like, like scene where he just throws a girl in a pond, like ah, <laughs> she drowns, also, and he's like, oh no.
2: I also like that the the impetus for this is so unnecessary. It's not there was a snake <laughs> at our house and it went over. It's there was a snake somewhere else, and my dad decided, you know what, this needs me and my shovel. That's this what this is situation my calls
1: moment. for. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that garage is a my jurisdiction. Family. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah, my guy's been playing way too much Call of Duty. Way too much Battlefront. If he's like, all right, I got a shovel. I can solve any problem. This, my riot shield and a (laughs) flashbang. My party's ready.
3: COD stands for Copperhead Overrules Dad. Yep. (laughs) Uh, I have a short one from Justin in Florida. I would like it this time. Although we've had some bangers of long forms to reinforce, that I think, the best stories that happen are the shortest ones my dad was an accountant says Justin in Florida and mine was the only birthday to fall during tax season and when I was seven he signed my birthday card Greg so it said happy birthday love mom and Greg I called him Greg <laughs> for a few months after that he did not care for it
0: I too have a short classic uh, to the point which is, uh, oh, damn it. Is this I the Nassau one? There we or go. The
3: Applebee's one? Oh, this <laughs> one's great. Uh,
0: this
2: is one of my favorites. Uh,
0: what if those are uh, one this and is the same? A- Na- the, this is the, <laughs> the, this is the Applebee's. Is the Apple- yes. At Applebee's, Dad loudly revealed he just shat himself while watching planes from the airport's observation tower, <laughs> The ditches underpants in the airport bathroom. <laughs> well, I did it again!
3: I like this because it sounds like this just happened. <laughs> <laughs> like this sounds like this just happened as the listener uh, Andy was submitting it to us.
1: <laughs> that, well, this, I tried this, to touch and go
0: landing and I lost.
1: <laughs> this is an example of what Holly's saying about the shorter ones are, are often the best ones because this the <laughs> submission was quite long, but uh, edited down to just two tremendous sentences. Key details. <laughs>
2: um, I I gotta be honest. If I poop my pants, I'm not gonna be like you know what I want next chain restaurant.
1: Keep it coming. <laughs> Double down.
3: <laughs> like air traffic control, it's important to maintain a constant flow of traffic through your body.
0: Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Unspiced Honestly. food must flow. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, once that once that happens, man, we, what you're, you're you're playing with house money. You know? What yeah. one way to yourself. What do
1: you,
3: you
0: what are the hey, chances?
1: You,
2: you can't shit those underpants twice.
1: That's right. That, exactly. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> mm. That that's a that's a darn uh life affirmation right there. Mm-hmm.
2: Let's get, let's stitch that on a pillow. Can't shit your underpants twice on a throw pillow. Yeah.
3: <laughs> Can we get underpants that say that? Yeah. Probably. Can't shit
0: these twice. Yeah, I also like that he was that he this is pure dad behavior because he was so enthralled by the planes <laughs> at the observation tower that yeah, he was is, like, "No, hold on. I don't think I have to go just yet." Well, I guess that holding pattern just became a landing. All this right. Is, I like get you out can of
2: here. you can change every you can change this to a 4-year-old and the story is still tracks. <laughs> was got yeah. distracted watching airplanes. Check himself Mm -hmm. check through the underwear check Mm -hmm. loudly announced it in a public place Mm -hmm. check
1: and then wanted to go to applebee's (laughs) (laughs) yeah mom mom can we have applebee's (laughs) apple
0: applebee's let's go
3: reinforcing once again the answer to why does a dad think that an eight-year-old will keep a secret Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah he's not even i and i by the way really appreciate steering into this because there were probably weird moments of dad's taking a long time in there. Huh, he seems kind of flushed, right? No, dad just dad just steered straight into it. Oh, like, I, Kids, yeah, I, I'll I'll I, tell you what's not flushed. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> um I'm going to steal one of Spencer's cuz it's one of my favorites. Uh, Are you stealing is, the Twitter this, one? Yes.
3: I was, <laughs> I was about no, to okay, steal the you Twitter. You steal it. One. You steal No, no, you No, no, no it's you got Nope, fair, fair,
2: okay. go. Okay, uh, this is from Eric. <laughs>
3: this is my favorite.
2: My dad has 12 Twitter accounts. <laughs> Rather than hitting forgot password, he simply makes a new account. <laughs> he has zero followers and only follows one account, NASA. <laughs> <And the> story- <laughs> just,
1: just keeping an eye on him. Keep- like, I love that I- dad's dad's created a botnet
2: <laughs> so that's that's what i love is elon musk is all like well i don't know if i want to buy twitter because who knows how many of these no man these accounts are real it's just dads lazy dads creating a multitude of them they're not bots they're just lazy dads who want to know what nasa's up to on oh, one particular platform
3: well oh, there's actually three buckets we need to scoop up the spam the advertising bots yes the conversation sewing descent bots and the dad bots
2: and the and the and the nasa dads who just yeah. can't possibly? Yeah, it's great.
0: Can you be? Can you be more focused on the future of the human race than somebody who only follows NASA? You've given up on Earth. This is the peak. Edge. <laughs> like, yeah, this planet's ruined. I'm only going to hear what NASA's telling me about how I can get off this rock. This with is important my to me.
2: Important enough to remember your password? Absolutely not. Absolutely, Absolutely not. not. Even
1: even more important than that. <laughs> I don't have time to remember my <laughs> password. I need to know what NASA is up to. <laughs>
3: Hey, I know we're making fun, but this guy has landed exactly as many spaceships on Mars as Elon Musk.
0: Yeah. (laughs) See?
3: I just – this is also like – you this
2: is one of the few areas where you wouldn't even need a Twitter account. You just see what the NASA Twitter account – nope. It's important. I I need the alerts. I need these (laughs) alerts. I need to be logged in. (laughs) This um, is the only this is the only defensible use of Twitter in 2022 actually is having having multiple accounts to follow NASA nothing else and never tweeting.
3: You know, I was going to say what would the I, I was going to ask you guys if you could only follow one account what would it be but my answer really would be NASA. That's a
0: good one. Yeah. If I need to know the biggest news possible about what could potentially hurt me. Following NASA, right? Because at one point NASA might tweet out, "Giant asteroid, buddy." I can pretty much like there's an out for almost every single type of disaster except that. So yeah, probably need that. I,
2: well, I think you could think get that. that from Magic Johnson. I think Magic Johnson is.
0: <laughs> or the, the, the Rock. The yeah.
2: problem
1: is Magic Johnson is going to tell you a week after the apocalypse has begun. That's that, true. You know why? That's true. Max having Johnson some mag, there. Ma- Magic Johnson reveals. We're having some really bad weather lately.
2: Wow. Steph Curry, 0 for 9 in the finals. Also, Kaiju spotted. Yeah.
3: <laughs> ELE, Extinction Level Earl.
0: Did he really tweet that last night, Ryan? I don't know. You yeah, could be voting an it. actual Magic Johnson tweet. He's, he's
1: going right. to tweet to it Irvin, next God next it. week about yes, the game Steph Curry time. played last night. He needs night.
2: time. He needs time.
1: Um, I have one to read coming to us from Evan. When I was in third grade, I got a skateboard for my birthday. The very next week, my parents and I were at a family friend's house for a barbecue where my dad got into the beers and yes. thought he'd try to teach himself how to use it. He <laughs> yes. peeled off down the street, pushing hard and getting up to a pretty decent speed when a catastrophic final push sent the board flying forward while he landed flat on his back on the asphalt. The board must have cracked under his power slash F. <laughs> As it snapped in half, and Dad ended up on the DL with a pulled hamstring. Needless to say, I never learned how to skate. Yeah, never if you graduate. leave a vehicle, if you leave a vehicle mm-hmm. around a dad, Dad, it will use it, at whether he's into the beers or not.
2: Pa- I like the use of power slash heft because that is really the the dichotomy for dads, where all
3: heft is mistaken for. Oh, I guess I don't know my own strength.
1: But it also kind of works. Things
3: are. And mm-hmm. both of these are mistaken for intelligence. Yes, what,
1: correct. Once, once a male exits adolescence, all of their body weight becomes muscle power. in certain
2: situations. <laughs>
1: it, yeah. it, it doesn't become uh, like weightlifting strength. It becomes like formidability, which <laughs> oh. well, could accomplish things or not. But... It's like
2: a battering ram. A battering ram has power and heft. Yeah. They're just kind of the same and kind of equally useful.
0: This goes back to becoming Stone Mario. All dads become Stone Mario, mm-hmm. right? Uh, all, all dads Mario go from
1: situations. go from kinetic energy to like ballistic energy. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, no, no, that's actually it. Yeah, this is why human
1: cannonballs were a thing back in the day dads <laughs> right, were just,
2: because dads. Right, because like, you're
7: converting.
1: Just throw the dads at
0: it.
3: <laughs> because you're defying science, you're converting kinetic energy or potential energy directly into mass.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. This was a line of work at one point, by the way. You could go. What do you do? Yeah, I just let him shoot me with the cannonball affair.
2: <laughs> I'm, I'm fucking awesome.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's it. They're like, "Yeah, his dad is he strong?" He goes no, but he's very solid. He's very he's enormously I feel like we're impervious. Do kind of
3: for a resurgence of that kind of carny shit via like, content houses? Isn't this?
2: jackass? Yeah.
3: Like, but like, where where is the TikTok traveling circus? I guess is what.
1: I'm
2: Oh, asking. I say,
1: of dads.
0: Yeah, of dad's. dad circus. (laughs) Well, step one, we got to get into the beers. Yeah, everybody? Mm -hmm. Step two.
1: (laughs) Stupid dad TikTok. We'll call it like thick (laughs) talk.
0: Instead of taming lions, (laughs) it'd just be like big dogs. That's it. Look, these dogs love me. I can ride a horse. Have you ever before? No.
3: (laughs) I would like to read another short one here. In an attempt to follow a sea turtle, my dad flipped a sailboat with me, age seven, and my brother, age five, about a mile offshore. (laughs) We'll never forget the look of embarrassment on my dad's face, being rescued by dudes on jet skis, which, as a dad who liked sailing, he naturally hated. Mm, Thank you, Devin.
1: Good. Good. I love the notion of
3: having natural enemies.
1: (laughs) Dad learns a a powerful lesson about uh, tolerance and inclusion and uh, the the dangers of uh, of looking down on others. This Devin, is a great I, moral lesson.
2: Devin, I'd like to thank you for uh, you have conveyed all the emotion and uh, literary meaning of the Old Man and the Sea in much shorter form. Fuck fucker so in a We don't need sea. we this don't is need our So Argos much Semiway. better.
3: <laughs> hey, server, let's play a. Let's keep the short ones rolling. Let's play. A, uh, let's play Matt from Nevada seven seven five.
9: Hi, Fullcast. I'll save the whole story for the next Wedding Disasters episode,
8: but last week at my wedding, my Canadian cousin tried to score a blow from two guys from Sacramento in Omaha, Nebraska.
3: <laughs> End of voicemail. <laughs>
0: That's the whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> I like that his first instinct wasn't incorrect, though. Yeah, I gotta buy some blow. Who hears from Sactow? <laughs> You guys you guys know get so. I'm not think, I'm not saying it was wrong. I would like to share the story of an important phrase, uh oh. Oh no. <clears throat> this is from Jeremy Pierce. In high school we were coming back from the beach somewhere in South Carolina or South Georgia. I like that these two are interchangeable because he's he correct. Yeah. When I heard my dad say, Uh oh. My dad was a traveling salesman, so he liked to take back roads for some reason. He, it's because his license was expired. Mm. He, he also always carried a roll of toilet paper for moments like these. We are in the middle of nowhere, and he's searching for any port in a storm. He needs he to meet airport
2: dad, is what he needs to do.
0: Hey, <laughs> airport he dad, to what are you doing? Just
3: let go, let go and let God.
0: Yeah. He needs to just go ahead, chuck them drawers somewhere on what? That's why you drive on the back roads. You can just let those drawers Wait, fly. Are
3: all those let go and let God signs in, in Kirkland's about shitting yourself? Yes, yes. correct. Correct. I like them so much more now.
0: That is. He finds a school and decides to go behind the dumpsters. (coughs) The place is deserted, so he scampers behind it. All of a sudden, we start hearing a low rumble that is (laughs) going louder. (laughs) I, I bet you did. Uh, the school is kind of hidden in a bowl with hills on all sides. I'm looking at the hill behind the dumpster when I see a gang of rough riders on dirt bikes and three wheelers. <laughs> they crash into, they about crash into each other when they see my dad pooping, and he's just <laughs> waving at them like an idiot. DMX Wait, is stunned. Waving, not them. <laughs> <laughs> I told you to stop and drop, but not like that. <laughs> Open I would up.
3: like you to close Open up. <laughs> <laughs> <Open> up.
0: <laughs> that is not
3: how Rough Riders roll how <laughs> do Rough Riders roll on two ply <laughs> <laughs> <That's right.
0: laughs> I, there are so many things I enjoy about this but one the dumpsters because he's like well I can't find waste receptacle for human <laughs> but I will approximate it by pooping as close to waste object yeah, as in- I can the, the
3: intent matters here right, right? yeah right
0: this is the close enough they will, for government semantically,
3: work. They will whoever discovers my shit will know what I meant.
0: Right. Like, oh, well, that was a thoughtful <laughs> random poop. Thank the, du- you.
1: the dumpster will, will mask my scent.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> They'll never yeah, see, even yeah. know I was here. The predators will not find me. I have
3: a question <laughs> for Jeremy. Uh, Jeremy, if you're able to consult with your father how many times did he shit himself at work before he started carrying the toilet paper because that's not a rookie move
0: Mm -mm, no he's done this before
3: what taught him to carry the toilet paper with him
0: additionally let us know a reminder that the appearance of a gang on atvs and three-wheelers might happen at any time in america you could be doing anything and it could be interrupted by rough riders on three-wheelers we should be so or atvs
3: i'll take one this one begins. Oh, you know why I picked this one. Thank you, Tyler, in <laughs> Chicago. Like I think all probably good disasters should, at the China Knife Bazaar in <laughs> <Gattonbury>. <laughs> And this was about 25 years ago. Oh, this is peak China Knife Bazaar years. This is Peace Frog China Knife Bazaar years. My stepbrother and I were about 12, and my mom sensibly said no when I asked her if she would buy me a throwing star in the shape of a playing card. But my stepdad said yes when his son asked if he would buy him a blowgun. So that was the beginning of the week. A blowgun. Yes.
0: (laughs) The thing that only shoots darts. Correct. (laughs) Tyler in
3: Chicago. (laughs) It helps
2: you build lung capacity. I don't see the problem here.
0: The thing that if you actually use on somebody, because I have seen this, because I was in in Boy Scouts, and naturally in Boy Scouts, it's when you order everything or buy everything out of the China Knife Bazaar-style economy, i.e. that is when you get uh, giant Rambo survival knives in the hands of 11-year-olds who go, ooh! It's got gunpowder in the handle and you can light it with these matches that never get wet. This is
3: actually the point of Boy Scouts, yeah. Yeah,
0: that is the point of Boy Scouts. Or a grappling hook. I will tell you. I. I, Where'd you get a grappling hook? Somebody brought a grappling hook. And it's a great way to find out which limbs are dead on trees. Because they start (laughs) falling on you when your friends start wildly throwing a grappling hook. They can barely heft eight feet in the air at pine trees. (laughs) Um, But that is not what I was going for. Um, The whole thing with the China Knife Bazaar. Um, is that you can buy all of this crap there. And at one point, I did have somebody in my Boy Scout troop buy a blowgun, and it come it came with little darts. Remember, at one time, we sold darts to children. That was just something that Americans did. And did it happily. Like, there you go, have some fun, youngster, with this blowgun and these darts that fit inside it. And I saw my friend go, and... Shoot a dart out of a blowgun at another friend of mine, and it hit him in the neck. <laughs> that's
1: perfect. Where darts are
3: supposed to go, yeah. That's <laughs> no, what, that's no. Where, no that's, like, part of me was like, "Oh, I, I, you."
1: <laughs> I've seen movies, and that's where darts go. Mm-hmm.
0: You're yeah. actually a ninja. But here's the thing: if it's not, if it's not laced with poison frog, you it's know, curare. toxin, right? If it's not laden with curare, it's just a tiny little dart in the side of someone's neck. <laughs> So the kid's like, "Oh my god, did you you, just (laughs) shoot a dart into my neck?" And we're like, "Fuck yeah, he did." Why are you asking? (laughs) What an obvious question. And and I know if you wonder where, if you wonder why I am the way I am, everyone started laughing hysterically. Not like, ah, I have a dart in my
3: neck, but like, oh dude, you just did it. Yeah, you know, I never really thought about this and the neck is a the neck is a fairly like large target as areas on the human body go but mm-hmm. man, how many like stuntmen over the years do you think got caught darts in the ear? <laughs> mm.
0: God that damn would it.
3: Suck, man.
0: I mean, think about the scoutmaster though. Who has I was to just walk thinking in.
3: about how a dart in the neck wouldn't really hurt that bad and then I was like, "Oh god, your ear cartilage is all right there." F- like
0: five or six people saw this before we patched the dude up and <laughs> And the scoutmaster you could tell was kind of like well one i can't believe you guys actually did this and two that is so cool that you actually <laughs> did this
3: <sighs> let's play a voicemail michael in lexington 859.
9: good morning forecast uh michael in lexington with a dad disaster uh, we took a family trip when I was 10 years old to Disney World, uh, my mom, dad, myself, and my sister. Uh seven-day trip. Uh, on the third day, we went to the water park, and my dad did a great job of sunscreening up with the exception of the tops of his feet. The next day, we oh, woke God. up, and my dad had second-degree burns on the tops of his feet. They were so burnt that he could barely walk, much less put on shoes. So for the rest of the trip, my dad stayed on the couch in the hotel room uh, while my mom and sister and I went to the various parks. Um, Now that I have gotten older, and I have a family and a son, and we've all gone to Disney World, I honestly think, and I've never asked him, but I think I'm going to, did he sacrifice the tops of his feet in order to get a couple of days of just sitting on the couch with no one around? Yeah. Because I got to say, I mean, I don't, I don't blame him if he did. I mean, three days on a couch watching TV with no, with the wife and kids gone, while my mom stands in various lines for hours at a time uh, at the at the parks in Disney World. That's not bad. I mean, that's that's kind of a decent trade-off, right?
2: <laughs> it's just diarrhea is so much easier to fake.
3: You know? In a hotel room? Sure.
1: All right. Well, You're you dumping water in the toilet? Once yeah, they get like, suspicious.
3: Like, who's,
2: who's coming in there to be like, wait, 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 I want a little, CSI is going to investigate uh, here this listen, so-called has, diarrhea. If it's,
3: if it's day three on a Disney trip, I'm, I might be going in that bathroom, being like, show your work.
1: Yeah. God. I think, yeah, th- this feels like the sort of trip where if someone says, oh, I have an illness, then it's, uh, oh, how sad, are you sure you can't go with us? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm real sick oh, that's too bad. I really wish you could. No, I'm, I, I, it's, I'm, oh, it's awful. And, and everyone believes you because who would make up a lie that would get you out of having to go to Disney? Mm-hmm. And, I mean, I sure would, but... <laughs>
0: so, I think the design itself gives the dad too much credit because I think one of the truest episodes about fatherhood of television I've ever seen was Bob's Burgers where he becomes trapped in the walls when his in-laws are in town. And then just decides to nap and stay there because it's quiet. He's like, yeah, I'm trapped. Hold on. And just he won't come out because it's so nice in there. A man from Kentucky going with no sunscreen on his feet uh, in open-toed shoes to Disney World makes total sense to me. But then realizing the boon he has been handed by the universe also makes sense to me. Because I think on day two, he really began to go, hey, you know, these little soaps look like Mickey here in the hotel room. That's cute. Hey, they got ESPN. They got this button brings pizza to the room. Yeah, that's what was happening.
3: That feels the, emotionally true, if not funny.
0: Yeah.
2: The the best part is, so because he had so adequately sunscreened, sunscreened everything else, he must look like he was one of Santa's fucking elves or something. <laughs> yes, boy.
1: So if this dad did. <laughs> Actually, went to go back to the parks. We heard the solution last week, which is the modified air monarchs. Oh, wow. <laughs> Beach shoes. He, he could have simply uh, slipped those over his, his past his wound, mm-hmm. sunscreened up the, uh, the part that was falling off of his bones, and then stood in line for 11 hours.
3: <laughs> As usual, the problem here is insufficient application of South Carolina.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, Mom, by the way, scoping every single peat like pair of Dad feet the rest of that day, going, "Well, his feet look awfully pink." He's soldiering through and spending time with his family. Yeah, we're
3: not. <laughs> were y'all not staying at a hotel with a pool? Because that's what would have happened at our house.
0: Exactly. Why don't you put your feet in the pool, honey? <laughs> cool, them cool them off, off.
1: and then mm-hmm. get back to work. Just just
2: <laughs> chuck a yeah. bottle. Just chuck a bottle of aloe. I'm not taking these kids dizzy by my fucking self. Are you kidding? Yeah, me? Yeah. No.
0: That's mm. yeah. Just stomping on his feet. Get moving! <laughs> this is $242 a <laughs> night.
3: <laughs> My brother punched a wall in our hotel room at Disney one time, and that didn't stop shit. <laughs>
1: nothing, nothing can stop it. <laughs> <Mm-mm>.
2: <laughs> yeah, that is, that is the part that makes me doubt that this is intentional, because no dad would be like, I've already shelled out this money, and now I will Mm-mm. go on the, the disabled list just to watch TV. Like, no.
3: But oh, as no. but as a dad you would I could see a way where it would feel worth it to him f- to get that peace and quiet. You would so think that so. would be worth the cost.
2: But then remember Recumbent Bike Dad. Recumbent Bike Dad shit. could have just said this is some yeah. cost. Let's have a nice trip to Germany where towns aren't staring at us. I think
1: I think the difference yeah, is I guess this depends on the, dad type. The difference yeah. is Recumbent Bike Dad thought that shit was awesome. Spending that, no. time with my yeah. son, getting the boy in shape. Look at all the locals <laughs> impressed by us. Uh, American ingenuity, just we are like being being look innovators. at these, look at these lazy Germans <laughs> sitting around having picnics, watching American muscle roar past.
0: <laughs> look his at death. this reclining if... idiot with his celibate son, <laughs> trying to get him to see the world of sexuality by putting him outdoors, getting him fit.
1: Finally got the boy doing something besides playing his PlayStation. We're having a great time, me and my son.
0: Hello, I am from Deutsche TV. We would like to interview your sexless son. (laughs) (laughs) Your son who will never hit.
2: Hold on, on, I'm sexless too. Why don't you interview both of us?
3: (laughs) Jesus Christ. Hey, I got a... I got another voicemail in here that just says pastor versus hornets in all caps. Yep. Cerber, do you want to play eight, five, nine?
8: Dad disaster time. So when I was about five or six in rural North Carolina, my dad, uh, may he rest in peace, uh, who was a good man and he tried hard. And he was the pastor of a small rural church in North Carolina. And when you're the pastor of rural churches like that, you tend to, do pretty much everything because there was nobody else to do it except him. No secretary, very little janitorial services, all that fun stuff. And so one day on the church property, there was a massive hornet's nest. I'm talking the size of like a big green egg hornet's nest, hanging down (laughs) over where some of the kids play. (laughs) And so dad got the idea that he was going to quote unquote, take care of it. And the way he took care of it was he took me and my older brother uh, Mom was at work when this happened, mind you. Uh, and he took his car, rammed it into the bee's nest. Like That's how big it was. It was heavy enough to weigh a branch down. Rammed it into the bee's nest. And there were thousands of bees swarming everywhere. And Dad said, quote, I'm glad we had the windows rolled up, unquote. And my older brother said, Dad, what are we going to do now? He said, we're going to drive really fast down the road to get all the bees off. And we proceeded to go about eighty down this two-lane road back and forth in rural North Carolina, and it didn't work. And we said, "Dad, what are we going to do now?" And Dad said, "I've got it under control." And so we proceeded to go to a car wash that was not a I driving car wash. My, I knew it! car, wash I to it. car washes to have like a big spray gun. He frantically got out, told us to stay in the car, threw change into the machine, and power-washed the bees' nest off. Leaving the carcass of a bee's nest with still thousands of angry bees flying around it for the next patron of that car wash. And as we drove home, Dad triumphantly looked out the window and said, I told you I'd take care of that nest.
2: God, Dad's just. Dad's just hate pests. Dad's just hate pests with a fiery passion. Snakes, God. bugs. Critters of all I'm sorts.
0: Going, I'm going to <laughs> so, thank God I got this King Ranch F 150 lifted <laughs> so that this and the power of Jesus Christ could ram these bees, and, these damn hornets no, out of I my don't life. Know, man,
3: this sounds like a Celica. <laughs>
0: so, so <laughs> this, this, sounds like,
3: this sounds like something that was a little bit more than that engine could chew. Our I hope this was mom's <laughs> car. I hope this was mom's car. <laughs> I, 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 I,
1: I,
2: hey, honey, we
3: washed your car.
1: <laughs> I was picturing small car the entire time. I'm yeah. not sure why.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
3: Well, because he he mentioned that it had to get a it had to weigh a branch down to where it was hovering in car length. When I was listening to this the first time, I thought, well, you can tell this is a past this is a man of God because he he made his kids stay in the car and not uh, get out and help beat the bees off the mm-hmm. uh, off the you intake. punch those and bees. then I got to the part where he just left the carcass of the artist's nest. The, well, that's somebody else's bird.
0: <laughs> free free bees nest hey, free with bee. car wash. Yeah, yeah. listen.
2: God has a plan, and it's mysterious enough that it somehow includes me hitting a a wasp nest with my car and leaving it at a gas station.
1: Yeah, it sounds like some shit where... Jason, this is your arena. What's what's the
3: guidance here?
1: It it sounds like some shit where... Pastor is just assuming the next person who uses this stall at the car wash is going to come upon the bee's nest and think a sign.
2: This is like a parable Jesus hasn't thought all the way through. <laughs> yeah, this is when he's
1: he's he's really freestyling, and spitballing, and like this is the one where the disciples are like, "I don't get it, boss," and he's like, "Fine, me, uh, me, uh, me neither. <laughs>
2: uh, a rich the rich man is the hornets. That's
1: what it is. That's that's Isn't... a really really good way to uh, just bo- if you if you want to if there's anything in the gospel you don't understand, just assume it's about how rich people suck, and you're probably right.
0: <laughs> yeah. Thou shalt not scares. have hornets of great abundance <laughs> without a high speed backroads chase to the car wash of atonement. <laughs> this is the one where the disciples were like, "I don't think Jesus ate lunch today."
2: <laughs> just, and just like those hornets, God will power wash away your sins.
0: Leave them for someone else to pick up. Jesus, (laughs) who runs the car wash? That's who does it. I would like to share a story, um, another hurricane story, because nothing beats extreme weather plus dads. There's no height or weight cited on this father. Yes, this is from Chris Marciano. Hurricane Bertha, 96. Our old StarCraft pop-up camper properly turned into a parasail once the wind's ramped up. Nothing like waking up to the entire camper airborne and being suspended midair in your sleeping b- midair in your sleeping bag, because your dad and I quote paid good money to camp here unquote.
3: Mm-hmm. That is the relatable kind of dad. Even though yeah. you're
1: at that point, you're camping above here.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. That's uh, not closer game. to the stars. Can't see stars at home, can you?
0: You uh, you you said you said you wanted to fly here. Well.
2: All right, I would like to take one. um, Let's do this one from Kevin. New Year's Eve, early 1980s, Colorado. Dad had some, this is an important phrase, (laughs) perfectly good sparklers that had been in the garage since 4th of July.
0: Oh, brother!
2: (laughs) Dad found it annoying to light the sparklers one at a time because one would go out as soon as he got the next one lit. So dad held them all in a bunch and lit the entire bundle. I was four or five at the time and my only clear memory of the night is dad's hand and arm instantly igniting because apparently the months old sparklers had deteriorated, deteriorated. So his hand and arm were covered with sparkler dust or possibly just black powder. Thankfully there was a snowbank right there and he was able to shove his flaming hand into it. He was wearing gloves and a coat, but he still had to spend the night in the ER.
0: Um, so Happy New Year. When he said, Oh, those are made of those are made of black powder. No, that's not black powder. What that is is magnesium. Yeah. That's it's, magnesium. That's the stuff
3: they make flash paper out of.
0: Yeah. yeah that's I've, the stuff all over your arm when you light a bunch of old sparklers. I've done this and that old sparkler dust will like turn your hand into bacon fast. So it burns
3: so, fast, but it burns very, very hot. Mm-hmm. So I I we got a lot of fireworks
2: submissions in this in this call I I am very partial to sparklers disasters because sparklers are like the okay this is safe for almost anybody firework this is the one that doesn't explode and doesn't go shooting off somewhere to have a sparkler disaster really requires a commitment to dumbassery that Mm -hmm. I think needs to be celebrated and acknowledged like, anybody can fuck shit up with a Roman candle or a bunch of bottle rockets. But if you ruined your New Year's Eve because you were impatient with sparklers, like, chef's kiss to you. That's great, Dad.
0: Yeah, sparklers, by the way, l- like, low-key, extremely intense firework for what it is. It burns at 18- at 1,800 degrees. Because, again, it's magnesium. Magnesium was the thing that that car at the Le Mans disaster was made of, which is why it started burning and incinerating, like, to dust in midair. Yeah.
2: This is good because this is going to come out just long enough before 4th of July that nobody will take any of this advice when it's fireworks. No, none.
3: (laughs) I have three boxes of fireworks on my kitchen table right now that are labeled Live, Laugh, Love. Um. No, they came like that. I didn't label them.
0: Ryan, can I make a request? Yeah, please. I just wanted, there's one quick shorty right after that is labeled you that has one of my favorite dumbass dad moments from this entire caper. Sure,
2: sure, 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 sure. Okay. This is from Susan. Um, Holly, I'm going to need your help here because I don't, my friend, I think your French is going to be better than mine. Mm -hmm. Um, My dad kept blazing past stop signs in Montreal. Till so I had to tell him what A-R-R-E-T pronounced. What are, what are we saying that is?
3: So the full form of the verb you're looking for here is is arrêter which yeah. means uh, to stop.
2: Uh-huh. Yep. Okay. I had to tell him what that meant in English. I was a week away from turning 11, and I have never taken a French class. Now, this is the important <laughs> thing, and I would encourage any <laughs> listener to pause the podcast and go ahead and Google image this. Just put up R- A-R-R-E-T. It's, I promise it's worth it. Sign. And just put in Quebec. And it will immediately pop up. And... <laughs> there you
3: go. <laughs> truly, truly an inscrutable, <laughs> an inscrutable piece of roadside. Um, uh, I know that Quebec has recently taken steps to fortify De- and deanglify remove, remove stuff. Right, right. But in some parts, look in the chat. I've pasted it. In some parts of Canada, you even have signs that look like this.
2: Yes, yes. You that put... say,
3: stop mm-hmm. beneath where it says uh,
2: this is this is the most stop signy sign you could possibly have <laughs> so yeah. so much so that if it meant anything else other than stop you could successfully sue for fraud so for a dad to be like well we're in canada and i don't speak the language therefore this must not be a stop sign is just oh my god i because what are you telling the cop at that point i don't speak french
0: do you, speak, could be do you speak shapes? Do you
1: speak
3: red octagon?
0: <laughs> I'm shape blind.
3: I have, I have octagon blindness. Uh,
0: I I'm, uh, I'm, I'm married, pol- married a Taurus for a woman. All,
1: all polygons look the same to me.
3: I have a natural fear of rectangles.
0: You could not be clear on this like as a French stop sign unless it said le Stop. <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> like, this is,
2: this is the kind of thing that you would use in Looney Tunes and even yeah. Wild Coyote yeah. would understand this means stop. Yeah. Fuck.
3: Mm. Mm. Um, let's take uh, an, another instructions-related moment and play uh, Jake from Knoxville, 843.
7: Full cast. Jake in Knoxville. Ollie, just for you, my dad played at Tennessee. Didn't learn any life skills got custody of me when I was eight. Didn't know how to be a father. I got sick one day. NyQuil. He thought NyQuil was the answer to everything. And in his mind, because Tennessee taught him that more practice equals more better football. More NyQuil equals more better meat. All right, I'm eight. Maybe nine. He gives me eight. A- Half a bottle of Nightville. Thinking, well, if I give him the oh. medicine,
8: he'll
7: get better faster. I that's swear h- to you, that's how it works I in video games. 23 mm-hmm. and a half straight hours. I am thirty-one, and I still remember that I hallucinated that night. <laughs> he had to shake me to make sure I to make sure I was still breathing. From that point that's on, hard. and I'm telling you, I was nine. I dosed my own medicine. I still don't let anybody take my medicine. Look at it. Tell me what dose I need. Except the doctor. Anyway, uh, love the show. Right now I'm staring at everybody's favorite wig forage uh, container. Peace.
3: So I have a couple the things bottom? here. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, sure, sure.
3: <laughs> M- most... Look, I'm not saying that the Apple fell down right next to the trunk of this tree but the degree to which Jake here is proud of not letting anyone but a doctor tell him what kind of medicine to take you know you know what never mind now that i've said it out loud in today's society thank you for not taking medical advice from a podcast yeah yep yep good call yeah yeah um thank you Jake so good call the bottle
2: comes with a cap
3: Uhhuh. and mm-hmm. and the cap
2: has different measurements on it and none of those measurements is sure does. half a bottle. Nope. Dads really lack in, <laughs> in using context clues. They're advanced <laughs> sometimes.
0: This is, you know like, what? I, I picture bet this, that dad, dad at one point.
2: Pulling, pulling out like that red plastic cup you get at like a pizza parlor, filling it with ice and being like, yeah, it looks right. That looks like a child serving of NyQuil right there. Here you go, slugger.
0: I bet this this at one point this father was in the military because it is a not uncommon military solution for any illness t- to just drink an entire bottle of NyQuil and go to bed until you feel better. <laughs> like, don't tell anybody, don't go to the infirmary, don't put it on the record, just drink a whole bottle of NyQuil and it'll cure what ails you or you will be too sleepy to be roused and thus... Medically ruled out for whatever happening the next day. So,
3: so in my house, this was vapor rub and ginger ale. Did you guys have anything that was just applied as medicine to everything? Tryminic.: Oh God, tryaminec.
0: Yeah, tryaminec. Uh,
3: tryaminec try was, was what my parents gave us saltines to make sure you're really sick that shit tasted so nasty. I think
2: we got saltines and sprite was our our routine.
3: Yeah, saltines are medicine. Yeah
0: yeah we got we got triaminic, we got: um, I
3: definitely remember having vapor rub put on cuts.
0: I do rem- <laughs> ow.
3: <laughs> Listen, that that means it's medicine.
0: I do remember though, th- I remember thinking when I was hearing this, I was like, he probably looked at a kid, or like a little kid, and goes, "That's about half a troop." <laughs> right? <laughs> That's half a troop in my house, so I'll just give it half a troop's dose.
2: At what at what hour are you saying like ah oh, fuck I have to take this kid to the hospital because he won't fucking wake up? Because yeah, let's,
3: let's talk about shaking as a mechanism for making sure there's breathing.
0: Uh yeah. Yeah. I think I think at that point he'd realized he had done something very, very stupid. I have you know, when you give medication to a kid, it's a terrifying thing, even if you have a measurement. Yes. Because you're constantly thinking, What if I give this kid one ounce too much and they explode?
3: Yep. Good thing, the good news is, for the most part, medicine's not made like that because yeah. th- they, the companies know that we're like this. Thanks, NyQuil. You can, you can <laughs> trust Big Pharma. That's a <laughs> shutdown forecast yes. promise.
0: Trust Big Pharma. I'm going to share Josh's story. Uh, he includes Go Gators, and I heartily endorse that given the subject matter here. I was about 10 years old and sitting on the couch watching TV. All of a sudden, I had an intense coughing fit. From the other room, I heard my mom yell, I can't breathe! My dad had decided he needed to test the effective range of the bear spray he bought for our upcoming upcoming trip to Yellowstone. He sprayed it in the backyard at what he believed was a safe distance from the house. But we learned that day that no such thing exists. <laughs> just out what there, is, what just airing this- it out.
2: How do you test bear spray without a bear? Like, I don't
3: understand what happened here at
2: all. I think all. we just
0: found out, Ryan. You just uncork it in the so. backyard and see who starts choking.
3: Like, was he just making sure that it would come out of the can?
0: Um, I guess,
2: yes. I guess that must be it.
3: Right.
0: Yeah, which means that he had taken the safety ring out. Uh-huh. And was then going to put it back into a bag to transport in some kind of closed transportation. That's right what some is, sort of does closed TSA circuit say transportation about cans? i I don't know what they say about uh aerosol cans oh, full of oh, bear this spray i'm imagining feels, specifically it's pretty this... bad
2: <laughs> i'm gonna go ahead and predict that this was a road trip with a mm. partially opened can of bear spray yeah
0: so actually I think this is probably given this dad's safety approach to safety this was probably the best possible outcome because then it was only wafting in from the outside as opposed to what was Uh eventually going to happen which is going off in the family truckster while they were on the Mm. way out to yellowstone and incapacitating the entire family while they were at speed
2: well i rolled down the windows why
0: are you yelling (laughs) i've done worse after a couple of crystals honey
2: nowhere on the can does it say do not open in car says it right there actually well I didn't see that so small
3: hey uh, Ryan can I make a request from you yes please can you steal one more from Spencer because there's there's uh, Nick here at line 21 in the Google Doc oh, sent Nick. in something yeah. that I believe he meant to send in to hand in the dirt our sister show uh, uh, via sure. via cousin server here but I, I would really like to hear this this one here in in your in your timber.
2: This is one that I really, Nick, this speaks to me in a really, like, I am trying to figure out what the fuck to do kind of way, so I get it. Uh, Nick says, my two-year-old started a sleep regression, fresh hell, uh, and a fresh round of anxiety disorder as well, as my wife went on a three-day business trip. On night one, she refused to let me close the blinds so she could stare out at our sidewalk and howl to try to will her mother home. This was after my wife FaceTimed to prove she was in a hotel room 1,600 miles away. Pro tip, don't FaceTime your small children while you're away. Like, it doesn't help. It actually makes it worse. Just, like, out of sight, out of mind. Desperate, I asked my daughter if she wanted to watch a loop of a guy making brisket on an Instagram account recommended by (laughs) by Felder on Hand in the Dirt. I, I don't know, and, and Server, maybe you can help me on here. I'm assuming Felder did not recommend this as, hey, here's a fun thing for your kids, but maybe he did.
8: No, nah, he would have said, like, Jaws or Jurassic Park for a two-year-old would be sure, good. Sure, sure, because
2: he's, he's an awesome dad. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. She yeah. agreed, and she fell asleep happily. My daughter now refuses to go to sleep without watching charitably 30 minutes to an hour of outdoor cooking videos sometimes mm-hmm. calling for me to watch them with her in the middle of the night. My wife has declined to participate in this bedtime activity the other night despite being on little kid melatonin, my daughter kept waking up to sleepily yell for poor man's burnt ends and once <laughs> baby needs to grill. <laughs> <laughs>
3: This is. When we, listen, when we say ladies is uncles too, here is an uncle in the making in the form of your daughter. Man. <laughs> My,
6: baby needs to grow!
5: needs to grow! I,
3: I think
2: the perfect cap to this would be, Dad. and Nick, I hope this is true, if this child doesn't even like to eat barbecued meat, it's like, oh, disgusting. I just want mac and cheese.
3: <laughs> Ryan, I thought of this because what was the what was the barefoot Contessa episode that was the only thing your daughter would watch for a while to take a nap?
2: Pr- uh, it was a dessert episode that included prunes and armagnac.
3: There we go. A dessert
2: no child would actually want, but uh, yeah, she loved
3: it. Oh, um, okay. We got a couple more voicemails. Cerber, this one is. Um, this one is short and a little confusing, but 828 uh, we wanted to include here because it sounds like a listener called in with a disaster in progress.
9: So while listening to the return of the forecast today, I have been uh, taking a BB gun to a hornet's nest that's at the peak of the second uh in the top of my house, anyway, second floor. And, uh, but yeah, that's some fun. You got to be quick on your feet, though, because they can be dive bombers. So, so far, uh, I'm untouched and have perforated a horn. nest. And, uh, but we're going to keep going. Thank you.
3: So, we didn't have a follow up message from this. Uh, we don't have a name. R.I.P. Uh, Matt in 828, just check back in when you get a minute. Let us know you're all right. (laughs) (laughs) Or not.
0: Or not, yeah. If you are a relative of Matt's, an update. That would be nice. I'm going to take us out with this. And it involves my favorite thing, which is my dad seeing an absurd idea and deciding he needed a bigger version of that absurd idea. This is from Brett. And, uh, yeah, you'll see. After seeing an air cannon made of PVC pipes and valves at the engineering open house of his alma mater, GO STATE! My dad, himself an engineer, decided he could build a similar, and I'm sure in his mind better, air cannon himself. So the next day we went to Home Depot and got all the necessary pipes and valves and came back home and proceeded to build a larger version of the cannon that we saw yesterday. That larger is in all caps with two asterisks on the side. I assume that means by several, several exponential degrees of larger. Fortunately for everyone involved, Dad had the good foresight right before we were about to take it out for its maiden firing to take it outside and test it first and make sure everything was working properly. He told me to stay inside the garage and tied a cord to the trigger so he could be standing five to six feet away when he fired it. He later said he did this because, and I quote, I thought to myself, what would they do on Mythbusters? He pulls the cord and the whole thing blows up, sending a shower of various sized PVC shards into the air and through the yard. Notable pieces included the six inch by three inch foot long air chamber that landed on the roof of the shop ten feet away and the one one inch by one inch piece of PVC that lodged in his forearm (laughs) that by some miracle didn't need stitches and that he was able to remove himself. That's no miracle he probably needed Uh, stitches. Yeah yeah. Yeah, he just didn't do it. Yeah It turns out that we'd overlooked what type of PVC we had selected instead of getting pressure rated PVC (laughs) instead we had built the whole cannon out of plumbing PVC which it turns out can't handle the pressure that we've loaded our cannons uh, you know we're all learning things. Yeah. Some of us the hard way. So instead of a cannon, my dad had accidentally built a PVC pipe bomb. Thank you, Brett.
3: I'm gonna steal one more from you. Okay. Before we we play our final voicemail here, because it's got oh, it's got just a beautiful kicker. It's got all of our favorite animals. It's got pyrotechnics, animals, yards, dads. From Jacob, when I was younger eight or nine our backyard had a problem with moles my dad decided smoke bombs were the best method of pest removal only in true dad fashion the instructions were outright ignored the key mistakes were underestimating the number of openings we should block up in their vast (laughs) tunnel network and overestimating the number of smoke bombs needed to be lit This resulted in smoke billowing out of 20 different holes in a half-acre yard. The fire department came and the moles survived. Oh, I should mention, my dad is a firefighter.
1: (laughs) But not a smoke fighter.
3: (laughs) Yeah, not a mole fighter. No, not a mole fighter. (laughs) He's, He's not animal control here. I don't see any problems.
0: That moment more than any other is where I want to walk up and be the stereotypical neighbor with my thumbs and my belt loops and be like, hey, what you got going on, Frank?
3: Once again, I'm imagining the mom and it's just like, hey, hi, hey, honey, here's my friends from work.
0: <laughs> I'm getting I need the big promotion. We need to impress the boss <laughs> yard full of smoking hell. All
3: right. We're going to take us out on a gentle note. Uh, Serber, could you play Sean from Somerville 716 for our our final thoughts today?
7: Hey y'all, this is Sean calling from beautiful Somerville, Massachusetts. Um, There's a pretty big category of dad disasters that comes from dads being totally unprepared for their kids to come out. So for anyone that's happened to, sending love this Pride Month, be gay, be trans, and do crimes.